Morrison. The At Some Point in the Day Show with Solo. What's up, what's up? Welcome back to the show. I'm Solo. And it's Thursday, so you already know. It's the recap. Fast becoming my favorite version of an episode, if only because it gives me an opportunity to sort of roll down a whole bunch of different topics in a single episode rather than always having to focus on one per se. But for those who are new, it is what the title suggests, a cap of the week or an encapsulation of the week, whichever you prefer to consider it as. And now, as I've been doing, I won't ado much further. At People Like Games is the handles, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Mines is dot solo underscore POG.gg for men's and women's apparel, which if you're curious what that looks like, are right here, which I figure why not start rocking this this nice crew neck vest sweater right here in men's uh, on an episode. And so here we are. Hope everyone's been doing well. Hope everyone enjoyed the stream yesterday. Played Team Fight Tactics for the first time. Every Wednesday I'll be streaming a game, going to incorporate a more expanded schedule for streaming days as well. But as as for now, it's Wednesday. And has been enjoying the episodes. Let's get it. First up, Fortnite is continuing the marriage between hip hop and gaming. As I talked about a couple of times, whether it was in an interview in last week's episode with Azim, who was from Aglet App, or just sort of spec in my speculations episode, or even the other day, I don't know. There's too often I mention it, but hip hop, entertainment, and gaming are sort of now marrying amongst each other. And Fortnite is doing an in-game Travis Scott concert called Astronomical. Although it's already done an in-game concert in the past with Marshmallow, I, I saw this guy, I know he has his costume, I don't know anything about him, I've never heard a song, nor do I care to, to be frankly honest, so I'm going to keep pushing. Uh, this is going to be a three-night thing, it's going to be a little bit different, uh, it's coming during a time where people can't actually go to concerts, and it's a hip-hop act, so let's see if they allow an uncensored version, probably not, uh, really good on... Travis Scott for, you know, sort of negotiating this deal. That is very much his market overlap. And so good on him. Good for Epic and Fortnite. Surprising that they're doing this, but not really just because if you're not familiar with the hip hop industry, a large amount of money that artists would make is from doing shows and touring. And so if touring is no longer an option, maybe digital versions of these events might start seeing faces that you might not have expected in the past, if only because of circumstances. So speaking of circumstances and staying on Epic Games, this is a very curious story. So back in 2018, I want to say, I was doing the People I Games podcast with Lilo. We covered a story about how Fortnite was pulled from the Google Play Store and Epic Games was basically like, it's illegal that you basically make us pay 30% of every single sale to you, even though you're not doing anything and you just have a monopoly on the marketplace, so we're pulling out. So if you had an Android, you were not able to get Fortnite on the Google Play Store because it didn't allow it. Now, 18 months later, Epic Games has seeded. So Google Play bullied the biggest gaming sort of entity 
through his prime. Uh, but look, I want to read you the exact wording for what Epic Games said because it was some salt, and I'll explain what that salt was about. After 18 months of operating Fortnite on Android outside the Google Play Store, we've come to a basic realization. Google puts software downloadable outside of the Google Play Store at a disadvantage through technical and business measures. Through, they mentioned, repetitive, scary pop-ups for download and updated software, restricted manufacturer and carrier agreements, and just potentially characterizing anything as malware, even when it's not, and it's coming through the Epic Games uh, company website. It was, it was a harsh battle. It, it was something that uh, was during the time period that saw Epic launch the Epic Games Store. Obviously, no one has captured mobile because it is still a two-way monopoly between Google Play for Android and the Apple Store for iOS. And seeing them now take Epic Games that had been running the biggest game in the world for the past 18 months to bat and not give up just shows how strong these marketplaces are um, in terms of even generating other revenue from all the other mobile games, etc. that are coming out and how they just sort of have a foot on their neck. I don't think this is going to change. The marketplace is a means, even though they don't really do as much as Apple, but Apple doesn't allow other people unless they follow their rules. So who's to say it was unfair? Anyway, that was just super interesting because I what I've, I've said in the past where everyone is doing all these streaming services, I'm sort of bullish on Apple Arcade because they're shifting and focusing on mobile in a way that no one really is. I know people are trying to stream like a console game or a PC game on your phone, but that's a little different than building a, like a catalog of mobile games specifically. And because Apple has Apple TV, you could screen mirror. And so it's sort of like playing a game fully on TV if the quality is high enough and then it'll make you sort of, uh, you know, re re reframe how, you know, the picture. If it just automatically like launches the app within the Apple TV instead of just mirroring yours, so then it'll look even better. It'll be just like high quality video games. So we'll see if they, they pursue that path. I know they're trying to, Apple is trying to TV, but they're stuck at it. And Epic Games, 18 months later. We follow up on all of our stories here at the People Like Games. People Like Games. At People Like Games. Uh, now, next up, PopDog has released a new app, which basically allows you to track games and esports events and streamers. Very similar to something in the marketplace that exists called Juked, which is like a one stop <laughs> place for uh, finding esports events. Juked hit a little bit of a wall as of late because uh, they're shifting time period of all of these events from, hey, we're going to be doing all this physical stuff to now them reincorporating all the planned events for the next coming months because all these get planned way ahead of time and trying to shift them into a digital version and not lose a lot of money in the, at the same time uh, is a gr is sort of hurting them because they were sort of just starting to bubble and be found. Now, PopDog, which comes from a veteran of the gaming industry, I forget who, what or who his name was and the sort of people behind the team, but the product's super interesting. If I can get anyone from there on here to talk about it, I definitely will. I think... That's a frontier that has not been explored yet. I'm not going to comment too much on it because um, 
that's a secret. You'll find out one day and I'll just run this episode back and be like, it was always in plain sight. However, I had to always be a bit enigmatic about it. On to the next story, Facebook. Release a mobile gaming app that is set to compete with Twitch and I guess Twitch uh, would be the best way to put it. Uh, <laughs> I want to say Mixer, but sorry, Mixer. Uh, Twitch for, or excuse me, Twitch. Facebook mobile gaming app is going to allow you to just directly stream your games from your phone to your followers. And this is coming off the back of them releasing a full tournament management uh, software that is additionally on Facebook gaming. A couple of weeks ago, I had mentioned how during this past quarter, as the streaming numbers had come out and what the sort of boost was. And so like Twitch, I saw like a 13% jump. All of these places had big jumps. Facebook was in there. They had half a billion and, or they had reached a billion viewers for the first time cumulatively. I think that number is going to start pushing up a little bit if they keep releasing stuff like this especially because mobile gaming is so large outside of America and Facebook's usage, usage excuse me, is so large outside of America and WhatsApp's usage is so large outside of America. But you know who owns WhatsApp? Facebook. So Facebook can take the global gaming sphere that is sort of their angle versus going and playing small fry against like, you know, Twitch, like, what are you competing with the Twitch on their on their on their ground? You need to create a different set of circumstances and battle for those. So, just taking what they've already built, which is a global arm, and then just integrating that into it. Uh, and they're mobile friendly and primary anyway. That's been their focus for a while because of again global internet usage is primarily on a phone. If you did not know that, uh, the Western Hemisphere is the primary users of computers for internet. The things you learn with your boy and the people I gained. All right, I'm going to stop saying that. I keep plugging it. Uh, last one. Information leaked on a dual switch screen switch that is potentially going to be coming out. Looks all right. Um, it's just going to more or less be a gigantic 3DS at that point. But the Nintendo Switch is a model for the future. And said so maybe two, three years ago, it's just going to be a pro version of it that will come out. In the future, that will probably be closer to $400. And it will give you some extra functionalities, etc. No difference. I'm sure they'll sell a base model version as well. But they'll have the pro model version too. And that'll be the future of them. They'll just be like iPhones. It's not going to necessarily have to keep releasing iterative versions of their consoles. They could, I mean, excuse me, they just need to release iterative versions of this console. They don't need to release like the way that consoles have in the past, which is like every five years I'm gonna give out. It's like, hey, every three years, you got a little minor iterative improvement, throw it in. That's the way, if you look at it, Microsoft's been functioning from the Xbox uh, 360 era. It's gonna be the Xbox One era. So the one, and then it was the S, and then it was the X, and now it's going, and that is going to be a continuing model because the concept was to release an iterative product and then with the, the slight technological advancements that come with it and on the backside, then try to make up money through all the subscriptions and peripherals uh, that you're going to be able to sell. That's all I got. I thought that was a good one. I, or that last part was uh, in terms of analysis. Uh, don't have too much more. It was actually a relatively slow news week and that's what is one of the reasons for my experimentation in what you guys and girls were able to watch. 
So just to cap things off, what did I cover this week? Weed in gaming on Monday, which was more or less how come gaming industry is not more comfortable with weed, even though it's based in LA. There's no real answer. It was just curious. Then Tuesday, I talked a little bit uh, recklessly uh, about why I thought Halo is better than Call of Duty, just sort of baselessly. Obviously, always subjective. Everyone has a right to their opinion, but why not? Everyone said they like uh, an opinion episode once in a while. It doesn't always have to be newsy. Newsy. Uh, and then yesterday I streamed a little bit of Team Fight Tactics. Had a good time. Really looking forward to streaming more. Thank you all might have some fun if you are able to chill with me live more so than just me dropping episodes uh then time for a fact about me i have two siblings i'm a middle child and i was born in june so i'm a gemini middle child boom there you go information about me and now once i get that stream going i'll be able to just talk more about myself and get to know all of you a little bit better and you all get the chance to know me a little better now i'm gonna cap things off like i said to mention a giveaway when we get to 30 subscribers here on this youtube channel i'm going to pick one of the 30 and we're going to send them merchandise and all we ask is you just take a, a little picture and shoot us back an email with it and we'll just throw it or i'll throw it here on the beginning of the episode and that's it you get to choose which shirt you want i'll lay out a couple of options of what we have available so if you have a friend, get them to subscribe. And if you're new, subscribe. Probably should have thrown this in the beginning. I'll mention it in the, in the next couple episodes. And that's all I got. Thank you, as always, for listening. Stay safe, healthy, wash your hands, distance socially. Uh, I'm going to go to Target right now, actually. I'm going to go buy Fire Emblem Three Houses. So I'm excited to give you some feedback on what I think. Anyway. At people like games as the handles plg.gg for merch such as this and i guess i'll be back maybe tomorrow maybe i'll throw up something this weekend but if not monday and story mode episode two this saturday so keep enjoying keep subscribing much love from me to you godspeed you know how i get out of here Bean.